0: Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Erica. And welcome to Priestesses Prescribe,
1: a self-discovery podcast based in
0: mystical wellness. We came together as priestesses from different backgrounds and modalities with a common mission.
1: To empower and support you on your intuitive journey.
0: We'll aim to prepare you for the energies of the new and full moons every month, while expanding on themes that will connect you with your highest self.
1: The priestesses have written you the prescription. All you have to do is take it. Now, let's start our ritual. Hi, Erica. Hey, Alex. How are you? I'm all right. How
0: are you? I'm, I'm anxious, actually. This new moon is bringing up a lot of old stuff, old shadow things, and it's a little bit triggering, but I'm just happy that... I'm aware of it, and that we have the podcast as an outlet. So I'm also in gratitude,
1: anxious gratitude. Anxious gratitude. You know, it's so funny you say, because the energy in the cosmos really supports what you're feeling, in that it's really the right time to be feeling these things and be focusing here. So as always, let's just start with a little cosmic update, a little... Google Maps, if you will, to navigate <laughs> through some of this time. But basically, right now, on February 11th, around two in the afternoon, we've got the new moon in Aquarius. And we have what's called a stellium. If this is your first time listening, welcome. We we talk through some of these astrological updates, but I try to break it down to a level that... Anyone could really get it and understand how to make use of it. So without further, (laughs) we have a cellium in Aquarius right now. So the sun and the moon meeting up creates the new moon. We also have Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, and Saturn all in Aquarius, which is quite a few planets, and they're all in the eighth house. So the eighth house is the house of transformation. It's the house that Scorpio rules and it is really focused on evolution, our value, where we contribute, where we we add value to others' lives, where others give us value that they deem that we are valuable. So that could even look like transactional or financial as well as sexual or as life-giving. So birth, death. It's it's really the circle of life all all over here in the 8th house. So this would also rule shadow work. So it's on point, Erica, that you're already feeling that way. I I am also feeling that way too. And Mercury's in retrograde right now. So it's a really great time when Mercury's in retrograde. It appears like it's moving backwards in the sky. It will actually move in the chart opposite all the other planets as they move forward. And that it is a great time for looking back, reviewing, judging anything, you know, putting some focus on the past. So that's where we would pull out shadow work from from that experience. Mercury retrograde is just not the best time for new projects or pushing those forward, communication. It's the planet of communication, the way we think, the way we the way our brain works, and that can get a little bit wonky during this time. And with all of these planets in Aquarius, it's really a great time to detach. Aquarius is an air sign, and it's the highest of all of them, meaning that it's really, really far up in the sky. It's like a 10,000-foot view. And so it's a really good time to be objective with whatever you're going through, which is cool, but it's not a great time to, like, you know – have a a (laughs) it's probably not a great time to like answer text messages on time or like get back to people in a really timely manner over email you're just like my head's in the clouds like I'm thinking about other things it's sort of like is that really is that minutiae important like an Aquarian would say no and so it is a really good time to be focused on your your deepest darkest self and to evaluate that in terms of the value that you personally have, either towards yourself or if you're focused on how other people value you, it's just totally spot on to what you're feeling, Erica.
0: Yeah. And the governing body region that the new moon in Aquarius is focusing on is the circulatory system, the legs. So that includes the calves, the shins, and the ankles. So if you're feeling any like tension or tightness or feeling as if there's a lack of flow, that also makes sense during this time too. And essentially, the lower body carries our physical weight, but it also carries our emotional and spiritual baggage. And baggage is oftentimes linked to this idea of pain and a lack of dealing with the hidden, the secrets and the shadows. So the quote that sort of governs The tarot portion of this reading is a person is only whole when they take into account their shadow. And the first card indicates that 100%. So we have the moon, which is our first card. And the moon is a symbol of illusion, fear, anxiety, the subconscious mind, intuition, and the shadow self. And oftentimes in the mystical wellness community, there's a lot of Throwing around the word of shadow, but like, what exactly does that mean? So the shadow self is the dark side of our personality because it consists chiefly of primitive and negative human emotions, like impulses. So rage, envy, greed, selfishness, and the striving of control and power. So essentially the moon taps into the subconscious space. And oftentimes that that subconscious area of our soul is where a lot of painful memories exist. It's the cause of emotional distress. But rather than dealing with them, what do we do? We push them down. And that's also the significance between our dreams and the moon, right? Because our dreams is really the only time where our subconscious thoughts and behaviors have the ability to live and roam freely because we don't allow them to come to our conscious mind, our conscious being. So it has to go somewhere. The moon is also an interesting energy because it has a very trickster element to it as well. And that's because it causes uncertainty, it's that illusion, and it's it's an energy where nothing is exactly as it seems. And I love to teach the moon card in comparison to the sun because they're very different. The sun illuminates all things. There nothing can be hidden in the daytime, right? But everything can be hidden at nighttime and even when this, the moon is illuminating a specific person or space it sort of gives this sexy glare to it instead of actually shining the truth it may shine this mysterious foggy illusion of a thing when it's, it's actually not true so i often tell people when forging relationships whether platonic or romantic it's super important to see the person in the daylight but also see them in the moonlight. And that goes really to this idea of seeing someone in their light and seeing someone also in their shadow side. So the moon really wants us to think about the shadow that we exude, right? Because all of us, ha- we all have a space of quote unquote darkness, that mysterious energy that we carry or the thing that sort of feeds us in a primitive and ultimately unproductive way. But it's also important to understand the kind of shadow that we are attracted to because that'll sort of give us a little bit of insight and hopefully caution as to what a potential downfall could be. So it's really, really important. And the second card really speaks to that vice, that inevitable downfall, if we fully just live in our moon and shadow self. So it's the king of pentacles. And again, I'm looking at it from an intuitive place. And the card that I'm looking at is from the fountain tarot. And the king of pentacles in this image he is a very successful man, very full of ego and full of pride, lust, and greed, and he sort of acquired his wealth in a very shadow-like manner, right? And granted, one can argue there's nothing wrong with that, but it does have consequences. So essentially, this king of coins represents the seven deadly sins, the pride, the greed, the lust, the envy, gluttony, wrath, and sloth, right? and essentially Good job. <laughs> thank I you thank you on I memorized that okay? <laughs> I memorized that she's a pro ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I'm I'm becoming better I'm so proud anyway anyway let's focus focus okay <laughs> so the shadow self feeds off of one of these or more of these sins, right? So if it's the pride, it's the ego. If it's greed and gluttony, it's a lack mindset. If there's lust involved, there's an attraction to self-sabotaging energies and essentially a lack of self-love. When we talk about wrath, it's really just sadness wrapped in rage, And when we talk about this idea of sloth, it's really just a lack of motivation and this idea of drifting through life. And the final card that comes and concludes this portion of the tarot is the strength card. And what I love about this card, it talks about taming that beast, taming the shadow, integrating the shadow self with the light self and learning how to accept the mistakes that we make as human beings, right? The people with the greatest wisdom have the most colorful past, right? Because they've experienced so much. They regret nothing because they really have allowed themselves to fully live in that shadow self, to really live their light self. And they also learned how to combine the two in a harmonious way. So the cosmos are 100% correct. And so are the cards, because this is really a time where we need to focus in on our shadow And sort of do any work that still remains to be done around this subject.
1: You know, spot on as always. I feel like that reading was definitely for me today. (laughs) Probably for a lot of us. (laughs) One thing I didn't mention, and I have the chart right up here, is that Mars, the action planet, but the god of war, is in Taurus right now. And it's squaring a lot of the planets in aquarius right now specifically jupiter so jupiter and venus anyway let's just talk about those two jupiter expands everything so good and bad and a square is a tension element so when you were talking specifically about wrath i've been feeling that way i don't know if any of you listening at home or even you erica have been feeling that way have you been feeling angry
0: I wouldn't say I've been feeling angry, but I've definitely been feeling conflicted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a better word for me.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, with Venus too, it's like it can impact your relationships. It can impact partnerships. So I'm noticing that's just much more on the surface for me lately. I wouldn't say I have an anger management problem. Maybe if you ask my partner. He would say something else. But I noticed that like that's been popping up for me a lot more recently. And I think most of it's like misdirected or just like the triggers are are faster right now. So if that's happening for you too, just know that that's totally normal just given where everything is right now. And it, it definitely could also come into play in terms of friendships too because Mars is in the 11th house. So just pay attention to that.
0: Yeah. When I say conflicted... I realized that maybe it's more so conflicted in this idea of 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 a lack of compassion for the mistakes that I've made in my shadow time, right so it's like mm. this want to be angry at myself, but also being self aware and evolved. I know that I shouldn't be angry, so there's that space of guilt and shame, yeah, you know but if i if i if i didn't understand the root
1: of it all it would have manifested as anger sure yeah so it's just happening it's manifesting a little bit differently for you yeah it resonated for me when you said the people who have the most wisdom have a really colorful past i also feel like it doesn't mean that they don't have anger anymore or they don't feel those shadow sides to themselves they just like get over it quicker like they recognize like Oh, this is what's happening right now. I'm not saying I'm wise by any shape, but I lost it today in the car. We had to dig out the car. It's a blizzard in New York. We had to dig out the car. We had to go get tested for COVID. I'm rapid test negative. We'll wait for all the results, but (laughs) just for anybody who's wondering. But we had to dig the car out and we only had one shovel. So when I got to the car, Leschik's like, hey, can you help? And I'm like, I have fingerless gloves. Like, I looked really cute, but I was like, (laughs) no, I don't have anything to, like, help. Let me go back to the house and come back with stuff. I come back, the car's magically done already. So then, of course, we got into an argument in the car. And, like, while I was able to, like, I did get things out and so did he, even though I was hurt and sensey, I probably could have gone even farther and I stopped myself and I calmed myself down and I didn't. And then we got over it really quickly. Like by the time we were in the testing site, we were like joking around. And I was like, I think this is progress. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: it's, it's definite. It's definite progress. And it sort of echoes to what we spoke about in the lover's card <laughs> a mm. little bit in the previous episode about this idea of like love is not easy. But when you know your partner well enough, you're able to really get through things in a quick and, you know, easier manner. So I love that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. He's here to
1: test me. He's here <laughs> on this earth to test me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a real thing. But also it's like it's testing your shadow side. It's testing um, mm-hmm. that that ability to to be self-aware enough to not go off the handle, understanding that, you know, it's. It's you. It's it's me. It's us. It's it's an individual thing. And it's like what what about what about this situation is trying to make me learn something about myself so that I can better incorporate and tame the beast, like the strength card um mm-hmm. is talking about. And I think it's a really good time to essentially go into the prescription for this new moon, which is a journal entry, which we love because it makes you think deeper, um, and more clearly about where you are in life and how you can better incorporate where you are to get to essentially where you want to go. So we have three questions for you to think about. And the first question is what about your shadow behaviors make you feel good, right? Because something about that behavior is feeding a thing. And once you're clear on what that is, you're able to essentially answer the second question, (laughs) which is what is the pain behind that feeling? Because although it's making you feel good, there's, it's a false sense of, of, of goodness. And the final question is what one thing can you do during this new moon to begin healing that pain? The questions will also be on our Instagram in the caption of our New Moon and Aquarius post. And I'll, it will also be posted in our stories as well. And just to go back to, I guess, that conflicted energy that I've been feeling, it goes directly with the shadow. In answering these questions for myself, I realized my shadow behavior once upon a time had a lot to do with this idea of exerting control and power over men But it really, the pain behind that had to do with uh, the abandonment that my father placed in my life by not being around, right? My dad has been incarcerated for the large majority of my life. And that's abandonment, right? There's no form of actual connection behind bars. Like, that doesn't exist. Or it can, but it's very limited. So it was almost this idea of, okay, the romantic partners I've had or the men that I've been involved with, I can make you feel such great pain amazing like it 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 fed it fed the sadness in me and i realized how that has affected me throughout my entire throughout my entire life and the consequences of of trying to exert that power and exert that kind of pain and that's where it goes back to the moon and that question of like what kind of shadow do you attract because eventually that shadow energy will come back to you twice as hard Right. So I was really attracted to this. Like I, I'm very attracted to like glitter. Or my shadow self rather. Like if there's a nice car that drives by, oh, I'm looking. Like it just mm-hmm. it, like I love things that are very, very shiny. And King of Pentacles. The King of Pentacles. Oh, I love the King of Pentacles, but the King of Pentacles is not good for me. Um and I'm very When I'm, you
1: read it, you were like, ooh, sexy.
0: <laughs> right. Like he's a little hot, but my shadow <laughs> self is in love, right? But my light <laughs> self is not into it. <laughs> um <laughs> In real life, I'm more of a King of Cups kind of girl. So anyway, so yeah, that essentially that kind of King of Cups energy manifested in my life. And when he entered the stories I have for days about the ways in which it could have really affected not only well, it did affect my mental health, but the ways and could have affected my reputation, could have affected the way that I navigated in the world it's almost like I could have had like a scarlet letter on my chest forever because of Mm -hmm. of that energy and, and 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 interacting with 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 him so yeah that conflict you know granted I'm at a different place now and again I'm not saying that I'm wise either but I am saying that that shadow energy and interacting with that energy, but also understanding where the pain came from within myself, I was also able to tame that beast. And now like I still love nice things and I still love glitter, but I also have understood that everything that glitters isn't gold. And oftentimes Mm -hmm. gold actually does not glitter.
1: Thank you for sharing that. I don't feel like you've told me that before (laughs)
0: um
1: yeah i think i've told you in like snippets yeah it's obviously something that takes time to open up about so i appreciate you sharing not only with me but with everyone listening so that is not easy and yeah it's nearly impossible to forge a connection with someone who you know there are literal barriers to be able to do that so it's very metaphorical yeah in in many ways too. Kudos to you to also working through that wound because you know I know that you're in a relationship now that you've been relationships in your past that have not been as healthy, but you're in one that's healthy now, and and you've been able to to work through that. So yeah, yeah. even where that goes, you know, it it almost it matters, of course, but it matters more that you've broken through that barrier.
0: Yeah, exactly. If anything, I think the greatest lesson that that situation has taught me is, it really taught me about, like, self-worth, mm-hmm. you know? You don't, looking at, for external validation about your worth will attract a lot of craziness into your life because self-worth and self-love is an internal job, right? Yeah. So oftentimes, like, when we're seeking the glitter and the gold and and the platinum and whatever it's really just coming from a place of of the ego or that lack right like I, I I don't feel okay within myself so let me put on this gold let me put on this purse let me put on you know this label to 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 make myself feel better about my situation and where I am at in life but when you take all of that off what are you left with um, right. So, really, it really allowed me to become naked with myself, but naked from a standpoint of okay, here's your light, here's your dark, and how are you going to allow these two to meet in a healthy way?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And what also happens when you work through that, you've been able to take your power back. Oh, yeah. When you give it to somebody else or you give it to a purse or, you know, you're literally giving your money away. You're giving your your worth away to someone else to say, tell me how I should feel about myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's powerful stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not saying there's anything wrong with, like, ni- liking nice things. Of course. There's nothing wrong with it, but what's the why it's one thing to love a fabulous like Alex has these amazing furs I live for them okay (laughs) they're They're hand-me-downs but they're amazing they're amazing (laughs) like I just regardless where they came from I love them (laughs) but again that's liking it just for the sake of like oh it looks good I like the way it looks on me not liking them for the the price tag attached to it because then now you're trying to put a price tag on your worth where your worth is is priceless anyway you know? Right. Um yeah. so yeah, it was really it was a hard lesson to get, but once you realize it, you move through life in a healthier way. Definitely.
1: Yeah, and then you wear your furs to the grocery. <laughs> right, exactly. Like
0: With no shame. You don't need any compliments like I I did this for myself. <laughs> no.
1: I do get I do get quite a few looks though cuz I do like a high low moment, you know. Brooklyn.
0: I love a high. Priestess
1: of Brooklyn. This is right? that's my brand.
0: It's Hilo. Hilo. Don't you I love I love that. I want like hopefully soon she'll post like a photo on her Instagram with <laughs> like the fabulousness of it all because it's it's just it's it's everyone
1: needs to see it.
0: Truly. We'll bring
1: it out. <laughs> yeah. She when when my stepmom passed away, she specifically gave me her furs, of which she has many. Oh. <laughs> And because because she knew I would I would do them justice and that I would always say, oh, they're, they weren't mine. They, you know, she, <laughs> right. Her legacy lives on. It like, keeps her legacy going. She was.
0: I love so, that. I love that. So we say all of that to say, you know, <laughs> shadow work is actually it, it helps yeah. a lot and it's fun and it, it brings it could bring a lighter energy to your space, to your world. But it also brings more clarity. So please do the work this new moon because it will definitely show itself in the full moon
1: yeah this is the perfect time to do it too guys like i it literally couldn't be any more perfect so this is this is a great time i'm noticing too and i really hope that this will give you even more motivation to go into any self-help books that you've been wanting to read or focus on a future guest of ours Nancy Levin has an amazing book called Worthy that Erica recommended to me that I've been going through now. Erica went through it already. I will have read it by the time Nancy's on. <laughs> I need deadlines. I'm a deadline person. But it's really helpful because I was like, I don't have any problems with money. And then after the first chapter, I was like, oh, my God. I have so, many, I have so right. many things to work so, through. Yeah
0: many issues
1: my goodness it's really shadow it's it's really shadow work because like we said you know financial issues have to do with worth self-worth you know and what eric and i do we're both practitioners we've had to price our own services that is very difficult to do you know it all whatever you're working through i'm sure you could find something that would support that in additional reading And if you want suggestions, we're happy to help, too. Yeah,
0: for sure. And another book that I would definitely suggest, and this is like the epitome of doing shadow work, like 100% learning what you exude and learning what you're attracted to. There's a really great book called The Art of Seduction by Robert Greene. It is called one of the, um, the darkest books ever because it really just teaches you how to seduce someone. But at the crux of it, it talks about the archetype that you have. And because of the archetype that you have, how you can use it for good, but also how you can use it at your detriment. But it's really important to at least become aware of who you are and how that archetype manifests itself in the world. And it also uses really great historical accounts of those kinds of archetypes and the lessons, the wisdom and the experiences these people have gone through. Um, and how you can apply them to your life as well. So definitely, the art of seduction is a phenomenal book to read during this new moon in Aquarius.
1: We'll link these books to you guys in the show notes. So stay tuned for that. Another that one sounds really interesting. I would yeah, like to it's, a, read that, it's amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Maybe I'll pick up a, th- a few tricks. <laughs> you will trust me. Like, you will. Yeah. I mean, the jig is up, I'm married, so <laughs> right. I don't think it will really work, but um, you mean seduction's not just like wearing your robe around the house? Yeah. So like, lit- you know what? Okay.
0: We, <laughs> we're not going to get into like a book review right now, but it talks to like, so I'm considered a vixen. Mm. That's like my archetype. If I had to yeah, you guess are. your archetype, oh God, I don't know. What would it be? I think there's a, I don't know the name, but there's an archetype that has like, people are attracted to their, their personality in addition to their beauty but like the personality like the words that come out of their mouth are like re- like calling people in and um it's siren?
1: because people- isn't yes. the siren in Greek mythology like would yeah, call people I think into that- the cave and yeah. then they would with die with the
0: song yes oh you're totally a siren I'm, I'm a vixen you're a siren poor these poor people <laughs> the, the, the poor people who've interacted with us in our in our shadow selves oh sorry uh huh <laughs> Oh yeah,
1: cuz I can Sorry. You know, the thing about being an empath too that we both have mm-hmm. is like you can also see someone's sensitivities and if you want to just fucking yeah. Yeah. Him, yeah. But we're, we're not at him. that
0: place anymore though. No. No, no, no. no,
1: no. I'm not at
0: that place. But but again, Please don't be scared of us. <laughs> right, don't 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 be scared. But again, <laughs> it's good to know. It's good to know because you can you incorporate it into your purpose and your mission. And the beautiful thing about Alex in her balanced energy is that like, that's what, that's what makes her an amazing host for the podcast. Like it's, the, it's her words. It's the way that she teaches that draw people in. And for me, I, I've learned that, okay, people are attracted to the energy that I bring into the room. Okay, well, you want to be friends? Or like, can this help me close a deal? Or can this, you know, help me, I don't know, be a better hostess? For a dinner yeah. party, like, there are ways to, to use it for good. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think you make people feel really seen and special. That's a superpower <laughs> of yours. Yeah, But, yeah, the balance of that is, like, a vixen, okay, maybe you, from afar, you're like, wow, I'm totally drawn in by her. But then you stay because you love the way you feel around you. Yeah. Like, you realize I'm still a nice person,
0: you know? Yes. Yeah. For sure.
1: Shadow work is great. Shadow work is great. Another good book that's pretty popular for shadow work is called Dark Side of the Light Chasers by Debbie Ford. Yeah. And that one is, it's a lot of these books too are like chapter based and then there's exercises. So you shouldn't tear through them in in just in the Mercury retrograde timeframe. If if you're counting (laughs) 20 days it probably would be more beneficial for you to like really spend time doing them. But this is, that's, that's a good one too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love that. Enjoy the shadow work during this season again and make it fun, make it fun. It doesn't, this is not a time to wallow in shame. This is a time of like empowering yourself and the ways that you can use your shadow in a beautiful and encouraging
1: way. Keep us posted. Let us know how this is working for you. As usual, if this resonates with you, please feel free to share it with a friend who may benefit from this information. Like, subscribe, rate. We so appreciate them and we see every single one. So thank you for being with us on this journey. Yes, and we we love
0: you and we adore you. And we'll see you next time. Happy new moon. Happy new moon. Thanks, Danielle. Bye. Bye.